This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The phenomenal Football Friday edition of You Better, You Better rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with everybody today on the BetQL Network. Badass first two hours of the show, badass two hours still to come. Brad Evans, our stadium teammate, will join us in 20 minutes. Brad will give us his prop bets coming up for divisional weekends in the NFL for all four games. We'll also try and squeeze out some college basketball bets. Shouldn't be too difficult. Our guy Brad Evans loves college hoops. That's coming up in 20 minutes. 60 minutes from now, oh yeah, Ian Eagle joins us making his You Better You Bet debut. Uh, we're very excited to welcome the great Ian Eagle to the show. Matt Moore will also join us in the Power Hour, giving us NBA bets for this phenomenal Friday. And we'll give you all our bets for tonight to close the show. And I got a certified banger in the NBA, in the prop market, that I can't wait to give out uh, to close today's show. But uh, in this segment, and then 40 minutes from now, which is the final segment, uh, for Stadium and an hour number three of today's show, we will head over to YouTube and Twitch to find out the bets that our show chats like for this weekend in the NFL. We do it every single Friday. We have not named the segment yet, mostly because our brain power is limited at this point in the season. We will we will use our brains for things other than the show and things that directly impact us now once football season is over and we have a moment to exhale. Uh, so we're looking forward to doing that at the end of the football season. Uh, but for now, we will just keep this unnamed. Maybe we will call it... Uh, the real ones know for now. Our host will be Alex Fasano, and Alex will join us in just a second. But first, we will need our pal, Jake Hassan, to play the terrible introduction music that we have for this segment. Help! Help! I need directions to Bing Bong Bay! Yes, but the only way to get there is to stop at the DJN Corner. Ah, uh, the music takes me to a different it's place. You know, not not New York, not Connecticut for Ken. Just no. Somewhere where there's not snow on the ground. No. The sunshine. Sometimes I just play that song in my basement when it's like 10 degrees outside. I just start hooling around on my lay on. It's great. See, I guess like January's not the worst month because we have the NFL playoffs. It's like February's close. the worst month, right? It's <laughs> actually, you know what? It is the worst month. It actually is. January it, sucks. I, I think man. January is the worst. Yeah, because like it sucks. The holidays are over, and you're just like, "Welcome back, average life, average day, terrible weather." Like, what am I looking forward to? And like, at least in February, you're just like, "Well, we're getting closer." You know, like we are by, by the end of February. Sometimes even in thanks global warming, like New York, Connecticut, sometimes the last week of February, not even that bad. Actually, kind of mild usually a lot of the time. Now, what would you consider, and like for the people watching the show in cold, colder weather climates in the United States, what would you consider right now to be not that bad, temperature-wise? Like mild or just, well, not that bad would just be anything but what we have right now, which is like 10. 
I think uh, I think I'm looking for like 35 is not that bad right now. Next week we're supposed to get like 40, 45 for a couple of days. It's I supposed mean, to be pretty I mean, good. Four, 45 is going to feel yeah. 45 is going to feel like 75 next week. I agree. I'm telling you, last week of February, sometimes we just we already start getting that. Well, last week, last year it didn't snow at all here either, which was the other thing. That's why I mentioned that yesterday. The two, the two things we have a lot more this year: snow and germs. It's really been a it's been a blast so far this month of winter that we've had. And and now that we, uh, my wife and I, have started taking care of the cats in our neighborhood, now this is like our like existential crisis. Is like when, when mm. it's snowing and like ten degrees, we worry about we worry about the yeah, cats. Yeah, worry about the cats. Try and do our best. Where do they Where do they That's... go? So we we made a couple houses for them. And like they, a right. couple of them will sleep in the houses. I think that without electric heating, like a, without it being plugged in, like we have done everything that can be done. So it's like right. uh, it's a it's like a like a like a style like a rubber container that you would like put whatever right. that you cut a circle in for the cats to go into. There's styrofoam on all sides of it, and then this is important: not straw. It's one of the two. We have the right one. I'm gonna screw it up. You could do straw or hay. One of them okay. absorbs the cold and gets cold. The other does not. We have the okay. right one, whatever the right one is. And I, I always get well, a lot them mixed of, a lot of up. research was done here. You watching YouTube oh, yeah. videos on like building stuff for cats. Was that happening? Well, well, what I did was I, uh, I bought all the stuff and then someone else did it for us, but I bought all the materials okay. to be fair. Yeah. Who did it for you? Like an outdoor cat expert? Like, I don't understand. Um, well, yes, not like an outdoor, but someone who's handy. Like I'm not handy. Oh, like, okay. I can't do that. Like I can't like, but you knew like what you wanted. Hole. Yeah. Like you knew like, oh, okay. So you had the design down. You just needed somebody to do the, the Yeah, I just, the I can't do it, man. Yeah, I'm just like, okay. I, I'm punting. I'm, I, I will pay for, I will compensate Not people. A, like honestly, yeah. like above market value to do these things. Sure. Because my time's more Actually, important. That's just I, how I view things. I love it. Yeah. Well, good luck. Yeah. Good luck so, to the so, cats. Hopefully they make it. Yeah. Well, this is poor animals. Like any like animal that's outside. And humans, humans also as well. Have a little more empathy for animals. You know, because humans suck. Uh, Alex Fasano does not suck. He's our, our executive producer. He's awesome. And a Shamanad graduate. So shout out to him. Alex, uh, what do we got first up here in uh, whatever we're calling this here, the social segment here on Fridays? All right, whatever we're calling this here social segment on Fridays. Let's start in the Twitch chat. Ironic, at BlackCat0071. Must be a James Bond fan because he's taking Jameson Williams 50 or more <clears throat> receiving yards. I knew you guys would like that. Why is he taking it? Would I? Well, the Tampa passing defense, they gave up yards. Right. I, 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 I don't know if I've gotten past the introduction there, which was very well done, to be fair. Black cat with a K and cat also, it's worth noting. There's, like, there's kind of a oh, lot okay. going on there. Yeah. Okay, well, shout out, shout out to him. I like, I like tuxedo yeah. cats a lot. Now, a tuxedo cat is not a sure. black cat. Tuxedo cat is a primarily black cat that has like splotches of white, hence the tuxedo. I'm a big tuxedo cat guy. Also, like I, I kind of like, I really like this pet. Uh, also, I, I always like Jamison Williams. So this is an, an alt, obviously. There's no way this is Jamison Williams. Like actual price is 50 yards. No chance. No, it's, it's the first plus. number. Because it's like yeah, an alt. So let's see. Yeah. I want to see like what his yardage is. It's probably like in the, the 30s. Uh, Jameson Williams Alex says the is price is th plus 155 for 50 plus. Oh, plus for 50 plus. and a half is Jameson Williams' um, yardage prop for the game. So it's, look, you know, like Josh Reynolds. <laughs> Josh Reynolds was the Lions guy last week. So there are a couple problems with this bet. 
I like it because I like Jamison Williams, and he could go over on one reception. The problem, obviously, is that Reynolds had five for 80 last week. He had seven targets. Jamison Williams only had two targets last week. Sam Laporta had three catches. He only had three targets. But ostensibly, you would think like Laporta's a little healthier going into this matchup. The Bucks have gotten slammed by tight ends all season. Amon Ross St. Brown's always going to get his. And if it stands to reason that Laporta's going to be a little healthier and the Bucks get slammed by tight ends, Laporta's going to get more work this week. So it's almost like if Reynolds is going to get that much, then how is Jamison Williams going to go over? Now, I like the tantalizing like ability of Jamison Williams, and in a game that I think could get a little loose and a little high scoring, Williams could go over this on one reception. So I guess like if I didn't have like the man crush on Jamison Williams, maybe I would say stay away from this one. But because I like the player so much, and I do like this matchup for him, I will co-sign this bet, but it is not without its hashtag issues, Ken, heading into Sunday. You and you and 0071. You guys are on the same. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's <All right>. golden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I think we have like nine of these, so we should probably just do the next one. What would what what would what would the James Bond movie title of this prop bet be? Uh, I'm I'm really bad at these, so like it would be. Yeah, I don't know, like uh. Like a pass to kill or something like that. It would have, it would have <laughs> like some kind a, of like murder reference in it, or like, <laughs> or like Moonrake or something with lion in it, like lion, lion yeah. tamer. No, oh, lion tamer is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like, bad, uh, right? Yeah, I like it. I like where we're going here. All right. Well, I guess it would be lion tamer would be like Jameson Williams under, but whatever. That's not the point. Uh, Alex, what's next? All right, let's jump over to the YouTube chat. Our guy at Rick Orton, you know Randy's brother. Uh, he's taking well done. <laughs> he's taking a little bit of a future here with San Francisco to win the NFC conference. Why does he yeah. like it? Glass, Sammy P, and happen. Ken. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Glass, Sammy P, and Ken all expect a San Francisco victory. I'm taking that advice and thinking similar San Fran success ne next week. So, Ken, we're gonna uh, RKO the bookies here with this one. Right, yes. <laughs> Off the top rope, here's a future. It's just, it's, uh, I've gone back and forth on, like, how much of this I want. I I have a lot, and at, like, a variety of prices, and I added more this week. It just, it's tough, right? Because you're like, what do you, it kind of depends what you think. We know what the money line's going to be against the Packers to a certain extent. It kind of depends on what you think the market's going to do in the Lions, likely the Lions game, with Detroit going to San Francisco. And, you know, if you're if you think it's going to be something and that's better, you know, maybe it's better to bet that next week. Just bet them to win this game, bet them to win that game. It might be a better price. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm pretty high on San Francisco next week if they play Detroit. And I think the market will be, too. Um, just like my guess on how I could I would see that market playing out. So, yeah, like, you, I mean, you're look, they're minus to win the conference. There's no mystery here that they're the most likely team to win. Uh, I, I hate the other three teams <laughs> and and if the other here's the other thing if the other three teams made it and played Buffalo or played Kansas City or whatever I mean like lungs on the AFC team to also the other way to bet that is if San Francisco loses I'm betting the AFC to win the Super Bowl for limits everywhere if San Francisco loses the game I mean they're just it's there's nobody on that side that makes any sense if that happens, uh, if the Niners get upset, but I don't think they're going to get upset. Um, maybe the Packers can go on a run, but uh, yeah, like, I, look, I like the bet. It's just like, 
it's a two-team money line parlay, and I think they're going to win both games. It's not going to age in your favor unless they win. There's, it's not like an award where Embiid's nine to one, but he should be three to one. This is priced like the two money lines. I just think they're they're really likely to win both games. And uh, and look, like, and maybe they get to the Super Bowl and they play the legend Patrick Mahomes and they become the legend killer. Shout out to our guy Rick Orton. Alex, what else we got? All right, let's go to the YouTube chat. Our guy at seven shots. He's riding a player prop. Travis Kelsey over 61 and a half receiving yards. Why? It's a low number in a huge game. And Kelsey historically eats versus Buffalo. And the Bills are thin at linebacker and secondary. Uh, so let's start with this. What would uh, the guy who submitted this question, what would his favorite song, Alex, be by the band LMFAO? Uh, that would be shots, 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 shots. Everybody. So last weekend, played the yeah. Travis Kelsey overs, 56 and a half. So it's been adjusted up a little bit, which I think makes sense, right? Over 56 and a half. Uh, and I've, I've said this a couple times this week. There were a couple instances on Saturday night against Miami where he looked like the old Travis Kelsey. And then a couple instances where he just looked like old Travis Kelsey dropping a couple yeah. passes in uncharacteristic fashion. Now I will say in this particular game, I'll, I'll break out one of my old catchphrases. Wouldn't would never bet the under on Kelsey here. Not with all the injuries and, and it's the middle of the field injuries too, for the Buffalo bills. It is still like Travis Kelsey in a big game, big rivalry. Like this, this, like this is basically truncated here. This is like, if this were season long fantasy football, like you love this Kansas city offense. It's kind of like it was back when Tyree kill was there. It was like Kelsey, Tyree kill running back. That's it. Now, it's Kelsey, Rasheed Rice, Pacheco. That's basically it, with like a sprinkling of a, a smattering of other guys here. Uh, I like it. I like the Kelsey over Ken in this game, 61 and a half. Yeah, I don't have any argument. I feel like when you usually give it a Kelsey over on the show, I'm I'm in. Um, yeah, I got nothing here. Makes sense. Okay, Alex, let's get one more in here. And, and if we haven't gotten to yours, we have another, at least one other segment slotted out yep. for this for you. All right, let's stay in the YouTube chat. At Nolan Short is taking Josh Allen over 44 and a half rushing yards. He's hit the over in six of his last nine playoff games, including both games against the Chiefs. He saves it for the big games. Also, plus 1,600 to lead the playoffs in rushing yards is a nice look if they make the Super Bowl. Uh, well, Ken, you can talk about the second one here. I'll just I'll talk about Allen. Uh, this is another one. I don't know if I'll bet this. I think he's averaging like, like 55 yards against Kansas City rushing in his career. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't think you can bet the under here just because it's a must-win game. They're going to run him. Like, what are they, are they saving him for, for something for, like, next weekend against Ball? Like, they got to win this game. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to bet it, but I would never bet. If I were to bet it, I would only bet the over, Ken, not the under on Allen rushing yards. He had 74 in the first game. They'll have the benefit of, obviously, he has a head start on McCaffrey, would be the player that you'd be the most worried about because um, the Ravens are unlikely to produce a running back that'll lead. Aaron Jones is currently the postseason leader in rushing yards, very unlikely to win this week. Pacheco is a little ahead of him. James Cook, who's on his own team, is five yards ahead of him. It's not bad. It's just like, I think you're getting three games of McCaffrey, and I think it's really unlikely four games of Josh Allen is beating three games of McCaffrey, like, enough to bet the price. The price is the most appealing part. It, it can hit. I just, uh, 
I don't know, like he broke off a huge run in the last game and that's not going to happen every single game in a 50-yard run against the Steelers. That probably doesn't happen in the other games and that's what, uh, what's holding this down. Most fourth down rushing conversions, I'm in. This The, the overall yards, he's just at a disadvantage. So we, we got a couple of prop questions there. Just for the record, my favorite out of all of those. If I had to play one, it would be the Kelsey over receiving yards was my personal favorite for whatever the hell that's worth. On the other side, we'll get more props coming up for this weekend with Brad Evans. We'll get back to your bets from YouTube and Twitch later this hour. Josh steps up, and he's going to get the first down. Oh, and there he goes. No one's going to get him. Incredible breaks it for the touchdown. 52 yards. Unbelievable. Josh Allen. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Nance and Romo with the call on Monday. Hey, you know, Jake, bring it up for a second. Oh, yeah. Nance and Romo with the call on Monday. The Josh Allen long touchdown run, helping Buffalo to a 31-17 victory against Alex Fasano's Pittsburgh Steelers. Alex was one of the Steelers fans that was whining and crying about Josh Allen doing the Kenny Pickett fake slide, whatever. Buffalo wins the game. They cover the spread, and uh, as, a, as, as a reward... Here's Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs coming up on uh, on Sunday afternoon. Our friend and stadium teammate, Brad Evans, will join us in just a second. Brad will give us his prop bets coming up for divisional weekend of the NFL postseason. Reminder to our, uh, to our audience, our listeners and viewers, 20 minutes from now, we'll get back to your submissions, your favorite bets for divisional weekend on YouTube and Twitch. So if you're in the chats, keep sending them in. We will roll through as many as we can. We might even try and create some time next hour in the power hour if we don't get to all of them coming up. Uh, next segment on the show. Ian Eagle joins us next hour. We look forward to that. Matt Moore joins us next hour on the show. We always look forward to that. And we always love having our friend Brad Evans on Phenomenal Football Fridays here on You Better You Bet. Brad is our stadium teammate. He is the co-host of Live on the Line, which airs uh, noon Eastern weekdays here on Stadium, a great sports betting TV show that we encourage everybody to check out if you haven't already. Brad also hosts the Fade 5 podcast. That's his sports betting podcast. And on Twitter, at Noisy Huevos. Brad, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy divisional weekend in the NFL playoffs to you and yours. And hola, amigo. Hola, amigos! Uh, one of my favorite uh, rounds in uh, professional sports, period, is the divisional round for Dynamite Games, and I've got way too many tickets open. Well, And Brad, I know a bet that you've liked a lot, I think in the regular season and the playoffs, I think you talked about it last week, was, was Josh Allen to score a touchdown. Seemed like a pretty good idea. Yeah. And he, I don't know if we thought he would do it in that way, but like a breaking off like an extremely long run, <laughs> not something you usually see from Josh Allen. Usually it's like a fourth down from the one yard line. And he, they do that thing where he jumps and they all like carry him. Like he's, you know, like Caesar or something in Rome, like on the, <laughs> whatever that thing is called, the throne or whatever. But that's like the play that they run. Uh, curious if you could see the same thing happening against the Chiefs. Bill's obviously a two and a half point home favorite 45 and a half the total is it back to the well on josh allen and who do you think wins the game uh yeah it is back to the well on josh allen and as a result on the sgp uh, this is the best way to play it in my opinion i'm gonna take josh allen on that anytime touchdown i'm gonna correlate i'm gonna synergize and i'm gonna bring it all together v splash and six that's gonna increase the odds for the buffalo bills to score the victory and uh hopefully get that 500 pound gorilla off the back uh, in the matches they had previously against kansas city i think that's entirely doable 
with this game being played in Orchard Park. Yeah, put those hands together at BetMGM on that wager to get it at, uh, I believe, like like plus 175 right now. Uh, and Josh Allen has been such a consistent king and finding ends up with his legs. Guys, he has uh, scored a rushing touchdown in 13 of his last 16 games. Uh, over the course of his playoff appearances in his career, he's averaging 10.8 rush attempts per game. And you're right, whether it's breaking off a long run of 50 yards or great like last week, or it is the Caesar play and he's getting carried in in some uh, way, shape, or form for six. I don't care how he does it. Uh, I think he's going to find the end zone on the ground as he usually does. Uh, and he can give it the match of Kansas City has had a propensity of giving up some chunk gains on the ground, opposing rushing offenses over the second half of the NFL regular season. They were number 31 in rush EPA defense. So I know they only gave up four rushing touchdowns, to quarterback position in the regular season, but one of those was to Allen in the first match of when she had 10 carries to 30 yards in that rushing TD. I think it's going to be more of the same, and the Bills also score that dub. I was uh, I was thinking about like what we could call like that Allen play we were just talking about. Ken brought up Caesar. I feel it's like like the Byron Leftwich, right? When he like broke his leg at Marshall and was getting like carried by his teammates for like one yeah, play Morgan to the next. Swamp. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean to be fair, like Leftwich was a first round pick and like had a great NFL career, but he literally got carried from play to play. Yeah. It feels like that's why that's how Allen gets carried in the uh, in the quarterback sneaks that the Bills run. All right, Brad, we started at the end. Let's go to the beginning now with the Texans and the Ravens. From the last game this weekend to the first game chronologically, Houston and Baltimore in Baltimore. Uh, any bets for you here, Texans and Ravens? Yeah, I went in here. And guys, is here momentarily. Sledgehammer special. You can find that on the X. I'm always trying to give it to at Noisy Cuevos. On this SGP, if you are a Brad, let's do this because the internet connection's a little spotty. We have your cell phone oh. number. If you have your cell phone by yeah. you, let's just, we're going to, we're going to disconnect the video. We're going to get Brad back on the line with us here in just a second on the phone. We'll pick up with Brad with the Texans and the Ravens joining us here in just a second. So Jake's going to be in the process of dialing Brad on the phone. So we look forward to getting Brad back up here. Uh, listen, hard to disagree with the Josh Allen rushing touchdown, like the Josh Allen props, Ken, coming up in this game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and I'll just emphasize, again, because we got a question last segment, too, like him to lead the playoffs in rushing yards. I think everyone's kind of on board with the idea that, like, he can have a really good playoffs and be maybe most impactful player. Actually, if he had to bet Super Bowl MVP right now, I, that might be the way I would go. Just if you like the Bills in the game, especially this game, I, I think there should be no difference between the Bills to win the Super Bowl and Josh Allen. Like, like tell me who else. Stephon Diggs, the guy who's not catching the ball, that guy. Like, he's going to win instead. Not, no one of the other pass catchers. They don't have an impactful defensive player. Like, I, I kind of think that should be one-to-one, -one and it's not right now. That's That would be another look in terms of just everyone wanting to play on Josh Allen coming up here. I can't wait for all the think pieces on Von Miller winning another Super Bowl MVP when he barely plays <laughs> for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Brad is back with us here. Brad, we appreciate you pivoting over to the phone. Just if you wouldn't mind, please, if you could start uh, over here at the beginning with your thoughts here on the Texans and Ravens. I know you're about to give us a sledgehammer for the game. Yeah, well, let's do the sounder. Da -da 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 -da! I'm going to post this on the X as well, the written version of this uh, wager at Noisy Flavor. So check it out. It's an SGP, guys. I'm going to take the spread down. Baltimore minus two and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the Houston Texans under 27 and a half points with the team total. And then I'm going to go C.J. Stroud under on the alt total pass yards at 274 and a half. 
and that pays uh, plus 110. You build that at that MGM. Yes, I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to win this thing by at least a Justin Tucker field goal. And, yes, I believe that uh, stellar defense, which is number five in overall EPA defense over the last uh, seven weeks of the season, is going to arrive and really frustrate this Houston Texans team. So it's going to keep them under 27.5 points. And, yes, I believe C.J. Stroud is going to be cooled down and serve a large slice of humble pie. And the reason being is this, guys, a very strict dichotomy in his splits uh, in, in terms of home and away and indoor and outdoor venues. Outdoor venues this season, he's uh, completely respectable, 60.6% of his attempts, but only a 6.9 YPA and 85.1 pass rating. That is it in those matchups. Uh, remember way back, I know it was an attorney ago, in week one, he faced the Baltimore Ravens, had 44 passes in that game, but only threw for 242. And he only see two quarterbacks this season have gone over 274 and a half through the air against that Ravens secondary, that being Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford. So, again, on that SGP, Ravens minus two and a half, under 27 and a half points team total for the Texans, and Stroud under 274 and a half. Uh, it's a nice, uh, decent payday there, plus 110, if you tell me, a plus, uh, a, that plus money at that MGM. Yeah, it's, it's going to be funny. I feel, Brad, I feel like if you're right, and Nick and I were talking about this in the chat too, just like how many weather games does CJ Stroud play in college? How many weather games they play? I brought up a Northwestern wind game off air, which was like the worst performance of his career, to be fair. It was like 50 mile per hour wins. Like go through their schedule. How many times is he going to play a game like what he's going to face in Baltimore, even if it's just cold with like a 20 mile per hour win? So, Brad, I think in both games we've done so far, basically through like a same game parlay, you kind of give us a good idea of how you see the game playing out, right? Like Josh Allen scores a touchdown and the Bills win. That's what you kind of think for Bills Chiefs. Stroud kind of, you know, falls apart a little bit in a big spot here against a really good defense in Baltimore who's able to kind of stifle them. Curious what you expect here for Niners and Packers, the highest total of the weekend, 50 and a half, and a lot of that predicated on that people think the Niners are going to score a lot of points in the game. San Francisco, a nine and a half point favorite. How do you see this game playing out? Yeah, guys, uh, you know, like my complexion, I'm chalky white, honestly, uh, in this special <laughs> round. And I, I think the Niners are going to come out and thump Green Bay. And I, I realize they're the feel-good story right now unless you're a Bears fan. Uh, Green Bay was stellar last week. I don't want to take anything away from uh, the utter destruction that they levied in Little D. It wasn't even Big D last week against the boys. But everybody in their great-grandmother right now seems to be on Green Bay because they, they saw the spread when it opened at 10 and immediately grabbed them and uh, moved the line down a nine and a half. Uh, I mean, I would play this thing up to maybe like 13 and a half uh, in the old market. I think San Francisco is going to come out and uh, really slam dunk them with authority uh, and score that double-digit uh, win and maybe by two touchdowns as well. I mean, Green Bay, uh, we can't forget uh, how lousy they were defending the run. Since week 12, you need evidence. I'm going to back it up right now. They were number 20, and that includes last week, and rush EPA defense a team that gave up over 100 rush yards per game. And now we're going to face uh, the running back du jour, that is Christian McCaffrey, the CMC football factory. He ain't going to make me sweat. That's why I like the over on 18.5 rush attempts. Uh, obviously, I like the over as well on his rush yards. If you want to work that into an SGP with a rushing TD at BetMGM, uh, I certainly would support that. And San Francisco, too, they're on the money line. I think they are just going to come out and levy a boom on Green Bay Although one player prop I do like on the Packers side of things, and I played this in the alt market, I took the over four and a half catches for Jaden Reed. Schematically, he was taken out of the game plan last week. That's the way I put a donut in the box score, oddly, uh, even given the you know, high level of scoring for Green Bay in that matchup against Dallas. 
Uh, but in a different uh, defensive style that San Francisco runs, it plays to his strengths, and that is getting open in the short to intermediate field. I think he's going to be peppered with targets in this game. And at plus 145 on that over four and a half catches, extraordinary value in my mind based on the Debbie Downer game that he had last week. But still, overall big picture here, I think the gold panners strike it rich and move on. Couple more minutes here with our pal Brad Evans at tw- on Twitter at Noisy Huevos with Nick and Ken. You better, you bet. Phenomenal football Friday. Brad, final game of the weekend: Lions and Bucks. And uh, Ken was just typing in our chat. Tampa's getting bet across the board right now. Some sixes now available where the spread was Detroit minus six and a half. Total still hovering, Brad, around forty nine. Bets, please. Lions and Bucks on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, my lean on the spread is actually Tampa. I grab it at six and a half. Uh, I think Detroit's going to win this game, but by three or four points, uh, and that'll be it. Uh, I think they're going to move on. They're the feel-good story. You feel a little warm and fuzzing inside. Uh, you know, seeing the people there in the stands weeping openly because it had been decades since they last won a playoff game. And I think they're going to win another one and move on. So the way I'm playing this in the player props market is very simple. Uh, mandatory Montgomery at Jackals. Of course, I got to get Dave Montgomery on the board. I got him on an anytime touchdown with Detroit to score the dub. You put those hands together, plus 125 of the SGP at Bet MGM Montgomery in the regular season, number five in red zone touches, 13 coming at the goal line. He scored last week, uh, which means he has scored now a TD in eight of his last 10 games. I know because of Vita Vea, who is a man-eater there in the trenches and, you know, cue the Hall and Oates in the background, uh, Tampa's only given up seven combined touchdowns. Uh, rushing and receiving to the running back position over the entire season, number 10 in rushy PAD since week 10. But, you know, the philosophy of the coaching staff there in Detroit, it, they get inside the 10-yard line, it's ball the belly of Montgomery, ball the belly occasionally of Jameer Gibbs. I think mandatory is going to find the end zone, which should be a very high-scoring affair. So love that a little SGP action there with that anytime touchdown. And I'll also love a little rah, 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 Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, I took him to have the most receiving errors in the game at plus 115. And I also took the over in the alt line market of 99.5. Will they have 100 receiving yards? Minus 105 at BetMGM if you do wager on either one of those. Uh, I think Amon Ra, it really is a primary competition for receiving yards uh, to have the most in the game is my cousin, Mike Evans, uh, which will be kind of nip and tuck. But Amon Ra's got 50 total targets the last five games. He's got over the century mark in four of those last five. He was in the 90s in the game. He didn't reach it. Uh, and I think he's going to get into the triple digits yet again, getting a lot of uh, Christian Eichen there out of the slot. For Tampa's giving up a 76.5 catch rate, 101.3 passer rating to his assignment. So, St. Brown, uh, he is going to be just absolutely fantastic, I believe, and start to finish in this game. That's why I love both of those props offered at BetMGM. All right, great stuff from Brad on the four NFL playoff games. Brad, 30 seconds to go. Anything tickling your fancy in college basketball, either tonight or this weekend? Yeah, guys, uh, SGP tonight, Colorado State money line. I want to live in the middle. I'm going to take UNLV plus 16 and a half and the under in the game on the all total of 155 and a half. Uh, both these teams can absolutely score. Uh, Colorado State top five of the nation, EFG offense, but it's all about pace of play, both outside the 250 nationally in adjusted tempo. So limited possessions, rivalry game of sorts uh, being there in the Mountain West. I think the scoring's got to be down, but CSU gets the win and UNLV keeps it. Somewhat snug. 
Brad. We appreciate it. On Twitter at Noisy Huevos, live on the line, noon Eastern weekdays here on Stadium, the Fade Five, po- Fade Five Podcast. My friend, good luck with all the bets. Stay well. We'll talk to you for Championship Sunday. Illinois minus whatever the spread is against Rutgers on Sunday. I'm out. Yeah, I love it. He did, I didn't have to cue him that time. He stuck the landing there with the catchphrase at the end. I absolutely love that. Uh, good stuff from Brad Evans on the show today. Coming up next, uh, the rest of your bets on YouTube and Twitch for Divisional Weekend and the NFL. Keep on sending them in. We'll read them on the other side. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Final segment for the day on Stadium. So if you're watching on Stadium, head on over at the end of the segment to Twitch. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. You can also go to YouTube, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. We got a banger of a power hour coming your way. Matt Moore will join us. We'll give you our bets for tonight. And in 20 minutes, Ian Eagle will make his You Better You Bet debut. It's a true story, Ken. Went to the gym, humble brag, went to the gym this morning and I worked out. And I did so, this is the truth, this is not just a setup here, I actually did this, in a piece of You Better You Bet merchandise. I got, got, got like a fan of the show come over and was like, what, what's that, are you? Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, and you, too, listeners and viewers, you can get your You Better You Bet merchandise, of course, at YouBetterYouBetShop.com. Plenty of options for the You Better You Bet faithful. How about a long sleeve t-shirt featuring the iconic slogan, Bing Bong Bay, or you can join the conversation with a hashtag Real Ones No T-shirt. Head on over to YouBetterYouBetShop.com to grab some merch, long sleeve T-shirts, short sleeve T-shirts, hoodies, and hats, and do so today. Uh, Alex wrote that copy uh, either like last night or earlier today. This is a new copy. It is outstanding. A great job by our executive producer, Alex Fasano. YouBetterYouBetShop.com. All right, we'll get back to. Uh, YouTube and Twitch, and your favorite bets for the weekend in a second. But first, let's uh, let's play the imaging again because I really like it, Jake. Help! Help! I need directions to Bing Bong Bay. Yes, but the only way to get there is to stop at the DJN Corner. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex. What else we got here in the YouTube and the Twitch chats? All right, let's go back to that Twitch chat at Scott Albanese. How about a monster teaser of his own? This came before your guys' segment, so he's riding Baltimore plus three and a half, the Niners plus three and a half, the Buccaneers plus 19 and a half, and the Chiefs plus 15 and a half. You're getting the big favorites to not get blown out. Dan Campbell can't even cover 19 and a half, and Mahomes is unlikely to lose by two scores. I think kind of like already people know what we think already. Tampa would be the one that we would that we would not like in there, right? Yeah, just and it's to be fair, like it's gonna win a lot. Like that, like still gonna even if we don't like it, it's still gonna win a lot. Just uh, I think it wins less than the other ones. But you know, and uh, to be fair, I have actually because I've actually played around with this in a few places. Some places it's no totals, can't do any totals. Um, for so it's like if you had to pick the sides, you know, like is it Tampa nineteen and a half or uh, I think it it's Detroit six and a half. Yeah, so it'd be Bucks nineteen and a half or, or Detroit. Uh, you know, it'd be, I was going to say it's Detroit plus seven, but for, for people who don't know, as part of the gouging that takes place, uh, ties lose on these. So Detroit plus seven still not very advantageous. I, yeah, I guess it's Lions six and a half. That would be the one that would trip you up. Honestly, like do the other three and keep a leg open, and it's Bills or Chiefs more than plus fourteen next week against Baltimore. Like that's the. That's the ticket. 
And and if you could play a total, I would just take Tampa out and put the over in the Chiefs Bills game in it. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, so thank you very much to Scott Albanese for the yep. uh, for the submission. Thank Sharing you, Scott. Alex, what else we got? For the most part, three three. There's a brain, yeah. and we're sharing it. And it's, yeah. Let's jump back to the YouTube chat at Danny Levine riding a player prop. Ooh. Stephon Diggs under sixty three and a half receiving yards. He's gone under in seven of the last nine games, and Snead should lock him up. Also, if it's close or they're ahead, the Bills should try to run versus a KC defense that is worse against the run. You know, it's so funny, right? And it's a great setup by uh, by Danny Levine bringing up the Legereus Sneed part of this year. Um, when I, the more I think about this game and how it's going to play out, I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I think Kansas City might just win the game. So, Gabe Davis isn't playing. Sneed, and also it was really cold. Like, absolutely, like, put Tyreek Hill in, like, a straight jacket last weekend. Like, Ty he had, like, the long touchdown, obviously, on the underthrown ball by Tua, but Ty he's Tyreek Hill. Stephon Diggs ain't Tyreek Hill. Not this year, like, not ever, and he's a great player. I He's still Stephon Diggs, and it's a big game. I don't know that I'd play the under here, but, Ken, I would never play the over. And if, like, Diggs isn't going to do much, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about our Buffalo futures here. I, I really am. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Kansas City could definitely win the game. I mean, the Bills. It's I have Bills Niners Super Bowl at uh, ironically forty nine to one, so same as the 49ers. So I would I would love to hit that, but uh, but look, I got Chiefs make sense as a Super Bowl champ too. I I've been on the sidelines for the most part in this game. I my biggest thing is just like all right, Gabe Davis is out, defensive players are out. Where's where's the movement in the market to like reflect that? Where's where's one and a half? Where's one? As those things are like all, all anyone's talking about is this injury report and how impactful it is they're going to be without these guys. Nothing, nothing at all in the market to reflect that. Do you, do you think? It's, do you think it's coming? No, because this stuff's always immediate. It's always like it gets announced and then there's like a bump and then whatever happens game day just happens on game day and is usually not representative of the injury report. So maybe like there will be interest in Kansas City at some point. Just like and I know it's not like that Diggs is out or Josh Allen's out or like. There's a cluster injury at offensive line or something like that. Just, I would have thought something to reflect like that. It's like kind of an undermanned Bills team going into this game. And it didn't happen. Uh, I, just, I just think that's really interesting. I'm not, I don't even know that's predictive of anything. It just, uh, the market didn't behave like what I thought uh, in terms of when that injury report came up. Uh, I just want to sneak this in there, by the way. Tyrese Halliburton saying that he's going to play tonight for the Pacers. Siakam going to play tonight as well for Indiana. So it looks like the Pacers will have both of their, their guys back. Halliburton and Siakam making his debut. Uh, it's still cold. Still cold. Not not sure if you'll still, like It's it. probably still uh, very icy there. He's upgraded to probable. That's what up? I guess he's not a loser, right? Because he's really rich. You better you bet with Nick and Kenny. You're rolling through your favorite bets for the weekend on YouTube and Twitch. Thanks so much to Danny Levine. And Danny... Uh, I would never bet the over. I think it's under or nothing on takes. It like makes you sick to click that button, but I, I think it's the preferred one out of the two. All right, Alex, what's next? All right, let's stay in the YouTube chat. Our guy, longtime listener, at Jay Klopfenstein. Been a while since he Ooh. sent in a bet. Taking the Texans Klopp. team total over. Klopp taking the over 18.5 Texans team total. Seems like good value for a team that's on fire. It's at plus 125. I think if... Uh... I think if you think Baltimore is going to score a lot in the game, I think it makes this bet more appealing if you get Shroud in catch-up mode. Yeah, I don't have a strong opinion on this one. Uh, I think I think there's a way... Like, I, I brought this up. Uh, we were talking to Brad, right? 
I just go like go through the Texan schedule. It's a bunch of home games, a bunch of domes, a bunch of like early season outdoor games, and uh, and then it's like the Jets game where they were terrible and then he got concussed and that was like outside and the weather was kind of whatever and you could be like, well, it's, he got concussed. It's like a one and a once in a season kind of a thing. It doesn't mean he's going to be bad in this game. It just it does introduce like a kind of a new element into the equation that maybe I don't know. I don't think they're going to cook necessarily in this game. Uh, I think it makes it a little tough. So, I, I mean, like, they can definitely go over this number, obviously. For what it's worth, I was going to give out the Fair Baron points over again. But, like, if the wind is actually bad, I don't want to do that because maybe they actually decide to go for it on some fourth downs, especially if they're trailing in the game. But it's it's only five and a half, and they're going to stall in the red zone at least once in this game, probably more than once. So I kind of like the Fair Baron points over. I didn't give it out in the pick segment. Just, like, if the weather gets worse, then I, I don't want to be caught holding, holding the bag or holding that bet. So. Yeah, I think, and Jay, just my opinion, and I've, I've been wrong before, I'll be wrong again. I, I I would like to bet some Texans overs in terms of like their their uh, their team total. I think I want to like see how the game is going first before I do that. Like I'd like to do it live. I want to bet it live. Like if they get down big in the game, they're down by 11, 14, 17 points, then I'll be into it because the like, training wheels come off and Stroud's just going to throw on every play and I think he'll have success. I think it was interesting, Ken, what Evan Silva brought up. And I didn't know that about like the EPA stat that Stroud, while trailing this year, has the highest combined rushing and passing EPA of any quarterback in the league. So again, like, and this kind of factors into what you were talking about in the first hour, that maybe Ravens' first half would be a look for you, where if the Ravens are ahead by like 10 points at halftime, they're going to have to throw in the second half. And I think they're going to find success doing it because the quarterback's so good with C.J. Stroud. So not like a direct answer to your question, Jay. I won't be betting it one way or another pregame, but thank you very much for always checking the show out and for your submission. Alex, uh, as always, like we, we're like, hey, give us, uh, give us some NFL bets. We always get some different stuff here. Alex, give us something different. Yeah, something different sticking in that YouTube chat. At Rich Gazin, Gazon, however you want to say it, taking an NBA future award prop Karis Levert, sixth man of the year at plus 1,200. He's averaging 16 points per game on a team winning more than 60% of its games. At worst, he should be the third choice in the market. Fun. Well, this, is, uh, this is all yours, yeah. Awardy. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I, sixth man is going to be really, really dumb this year, as it always is. Um, Levert is one of the safer bets. So the, the two things that you have to consider in this award market uh, I'll say three. Uh, one is the team really good, and I don't mean like good. I mean, are they going to win a billion regular season games? It's one of the reasons Brogdon beat quickly last year. The average winning percentage of the team that gets six man is like the one seed. It's like really good teams. Now we don't have good six man candidates on the one, two, or three seeds really on any of the top teams. Most people want to talk themselves into Nas Reed, which I don't think is a great idea. Um, the world is so like you kind of. You kind of go, no, I don't, I don't think it is. That's the whole point. So I think you go to like the fourth seed, five seed. That's where you get into Lavert, Matherin, like these kind of uh, Hardaway Jr., to be fair, who's the favorite in the market right now. Like uh, Malik Monk, well, I think they're going to be worse than the four or five seed, but that's why you end up settling on those candidates. Like team success is a huge part. So that's thing number one. Lavert's going to check that box. Cavs are going to win a bunch of games, probably be the four or five seed, uh, especially when Mobley comes back. Then. Uh, second thing to consider, are they going to really, are they going to come off the bench? Like likely the whole rest of the season, or can they get traded? Does that have a Jordan pool last year with the warriors where all of a sudden it's like, yeah, he's going to start. Sorry, everybody. Like, oh, cool. You can't win. Cannot win at that point. Happened to Austin Reeves earlier this year. I think Levert's safe in that way. 
I don't think they're going to trade Donovan Mitchell now. So like, I think everything's going to stay the same and Lavert's going to come off the bench a lot. That's great. And then points per game off the bench. When they come off the bench, do they lead the league? Are they close to leading the league in scoring? When they start, I don't care. And nobody who votes does either. This is, again, how Brogdon beat quickly last year. Quickly started and scored like 50. And nobody cared because he started. And they all they did was do points per game off the bench. Levert's really good at that, too. So Clarkson, if the Jazz won a ton, can do the same thing, make the same case. Hardaway is the best candidate. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, Levert's one of the people, along with Matherin, that would probably have the best chance to track him down. Uh, thank you to Rich Gazon. I think it's how you pronounce it. What's the dumbest award market in any sport? NFL comeback player of the year. <laughs> easily, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's also. at least close. Uh, if it's not that, it's close. NBA most improved player is also very stupid. If you're watching the show on Stadium, head on over to Twitch, twitch.tv backslash betql. For the final hour, the power hour, we will start the power hour talking to the great Ian Eagle.